Welcome to the Goal Crazy Podcast. We explore what it takes to reach your crazy goals. I'm your host, Jason Vandeveer, and together we're going to learn to take life to the next level in Goal Crazy. Let's get started. Welcome back. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about self-love, specifically how to recognize issues that you might have with your own self-love and then how to overcome them. All right, and I think it's going to apply to a lot more areas of life than you might initially expect. I have the privilege of having an incredible guest on here, Shaka Restogi, who is a master coach who helps people with self-love issues. And our conversation, we went really in-depth, so I am going to break this into two parts. This first part, we're going to focus on what self-love is and how to recognize the issues that you might have with your own self-love. And then on Tuesday of next week, the next episode will be coming out where we finish the discussion, where we talk about once you've recognized what those issues are, how to unlearn those habitual broken ways of thinking, and then create a new, better understanding of love and appreciation for yourself. So I'm excited to dive in. Let's get started. Hello there. You know, I'm super excited to be here today. I have the privilege of being here with Shaka Restogi, and she's going to help us understand self-love, its importance, and its impact it can be on our life. So welcome, Shaka. Happy to have you here today. (laughs) Thank you so much for inviting, Jason. Yeah, yeah. And uh, just to share a little bit about Shaka, Shaka is a master certified life coach who specializes in self-love coaching. She's also the host of her own Loving Our Fears podcast. Her mission is to empower empathies, highly sensitive people and women through self-love so they can finally step into their own power to transform lives beginning with their own. So it's an incredible thing that you do. Now, uh, self-love, go ahead and do you want to just kind of define what exactly that, that means for us today? Yeah. Let's take a step back. Let me take you through our daily lives. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you, what exactly is it that you see when you look at yourself in the mirror? Maybe while brushing your teeth in the morning, just for a few moments, or for a lot of women who like to get dressed up and look nice Mm -hmm. for the outside world. So many of us look at ourselves and we can only find faults. Mm. We only find falls, and this is just on the superficial level, on the body level. Mm -hmm. So we look at ourselves, we don't like this, we don't like that, we need to change this, we need to change that. The list is just so long. And when we move to the internal, to within, whatever it is that we hold within, the emotions that we feel or we don't feel, we push, you know, those away, we block them, we We try to keep ourselves so busy all the time Mm -hmm. so that we can run away from them. And that's something that we do not intentionally want to feel because obviously we don't like them. We don't Mm -hmm. like them. We don't like who we are when we realize whatever it is that we are feeling within ourselves. All the fear, the anxiety, the pain, the sadness, the suffering, the heartbreak, the heartache, the grief. We don't want to feel any of that. Mm -hmm. We don't like ourselves with that when we carry that within ourselves. And so self-love is being okay with the person you are right in this moment, right now, no matter how you look, no matter how many changes you need to your looks on the physical level, no matter how messed up you are on the inside right now, 
depression, anxiety. Oh my gosh, the list is so long. Mm-hmm. All the fears does not matter. Self-love is about loving yourself even when you are a hot mess. You don't know what the heck you are doing. You have no clue where your life is going. You have no clue how is it that you're going to reach your next goal or get your next job or let go of all this fear and anxiety that you hold in your heart and your body and just loving yourself through it, liking yourself through it, being okay with who you are in every moment is self-love. I like that a lot. Yeah. Loving yourself. And I think, you know, especially since, as we talked about, you know, I I sell a planner that helps people set and accomplish their goals. Lots of times we might set a goal for ourselves and we think, well, I'll love myself when, right? Once I accomplish this, or I'll be so happy here, right? Yes. And how do you, uh, like, Love the journey. Love yourself now. Because lots of times, yeah, if we make a contingent on the goal, we always set another goal, right? Yes. So it's like, then you're never going to love yourself. You're never going to be happy. So yeah, love yourself now. Yes. And most of the time that makes it easier to uh, accomplish the goal. A question I have with you there, you mentioned, you know, people being, they create busyness to avoid these feelings, or maybe these feelings lead to depression. Like, do these people typically reach out to you knowing that they have an issue with self-love? Or do they reach out to you because it's manifesting in some other way and they come, you know, hey, I want to control my time more. (laughs) And you get in there and realize the issue is self-love. Is that kind of how it works? Or what's that process normally look like? That is exactly how it works. They have no clue. I mean, (laughs) when I go about telling people about self-love, it's like, huh? What? Mm -hmm. No. Why? I mean, what is self-love? Why are you Mm -hmm. asking me to love myself? Shouldn't Mm -hmm. this be the other way around? Aren't other people supposed to love me? Mm -hmm. Because the society, our entire society, regardless of where you go, Mm -hmm. um, regardless of nationality, culture, race, background, we are all taught the same thing. We are all taught, love thy neighbor But we are not really taught the rest of the part really well, which is as yourself. So you love yourself first, Mm -hmm. and then you go out there and extend that love into the world. That's how it works. It does not work the other way around. It never works the other way around. Yet, all our lives, we try to make it work the other way around without Mm -hmm. realizing. And which is why, back to what the question you asked me, do people really know that self-love is their problem? No, absolutely not. Not even single person. Mm -hmm. They are struggling with anxiety. They are struggling with their fears. They are struggling with low self-esteem, low confidence. They are struggling. They're just struggling in life is why they come. And so many of them are not happy. They are not happy even though they have achieved, they have Mm. met the goal and the next one and the one after that, right? And they're still like, what is wrong? Where did I go wrong? What did I not do right? Because I should have been happy, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. I have the title and the business and the accomplishments and the degrees and the money and the cars and the houses. Why do I not feel like life is really good? Why don't I get mm-hmm. that feeling? And that's the kind of people in the beginning that come to me for help. And then as we start peeling the layers, oh my goodness, there are so many of them. Many, <laughs> many. <laughs> Many, 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 many of them. And Mm. only to find the deepest, truest level, the lack of love, the lack of understanding about 
who they are as human beings and what it is that they really want out of life hmm. is what is missing from so many of our lives. Hmm. That's interesting. Do they, uh, you know, they reach out to you. I love all that. You know, it's a uh, lot of times we get confused. We think once other people love me, then I'll love myself, right? Because until they love me and maybe I'm not worthy of love or whatever it is, or until I accomplish this. And I think it, it's interesting. A lot of times if you don't love yourself, you become blind to all the reasons why you should, right? Like uh, they don't realize their own accomplishments, their own talents or strengths. It's yeah, only the things that I haven't done. Yeah. But uh, is it an easy sell when somebody comes to you, you know, maybe they sign on with you. They say, you know, I need help with this. Here are all my struggles. Once you point out like this is a self-love issue, are they like, okay, that's it. Like they go down the path with you or is it kind of a, a battle to help them realize what the real problem is? You know, it totally depends. It depends mm -hmm. from one person to another. Sometimes there are people who come to me who are evolved enough, conscious enough to be able to understand that. And for them, it's like, oh, okay, so that was the missing piece of the puzzle. Mm. I was looking everywhere outside of myself only to, you know, find that thing within me. Mm -hmm. You know, everything that I was not, that I was thinking other people were not giving me the approval, the, you know, uh, love, a anything, pretty much anything, what I was not receiving from the outside world, I wasn't giving to myself in the first mm. place. And so in, in those cases, yes, it's like, okay, something clicked within them and they understand. Mm -hmm. But with others, yes, it is a struggle. And yeah. I think it is more of a struggle because of the fact that people have grown up not understanding how amazing they are, how powerful they are, how beautiful they are, how accomplished they are. And I don't blame them, Jason. If you look back to being a kid, mm -hmm. the way kids are raised in our societies, you know, we do something good. We get candies. We, we mm -hmm. get pat on the back. We are told, good job, good job, Shikha, good job, Jason, right? And so we get so pumped up. We, we think that we made these other human beings happy. We made our parents happy. We made our caregivers happy. So back in our minds, we start creating beliefs that tell us if we meet other mm -hmm. people's expectations, if we mm -hmm. make them happy, that's the formula to actually make them love us more, make them happy so that they will like us more and they will love us more and they will approve of us more, right? Mm -hmm. So that is where it all begins. And it's not that anybody, our caretakers, our parents deliberately do this. All of this, you have to understand, all of this is happening unconsciously. Mm -hmm. Parents don't know any of this. They don't quite understand any of this. The belief, thought, action phenomenon in life and how that is going to play out in their kid's life, how that is already playing out in their own lives through their own upbringing, through the mm -hmm. parenting of their own parents, right? Who probably did exactly the same thing. And so they are doing the mm -hmm. same Cycle. thing. Cycle, yeah. It, it is a cycle that keeps repeating until somebody begins to break the cycle by becoming more conscious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I like that a lot. Yeah, I think you brought up a good point of, yeah, if, if, if you meet other people's expect, like this is the broken belief, right? Like I have to meet others' expectations and then I'll be worthy or I'll be lovable, right? Once I meet their expectations, when you're setting your mind on a unachievable task there, right? Like I know. You, can't, you can't meet everyone's expectations. So uh, no matter what, you're going to fail at that. Right. And that's, and if you put your worthiness contingent on that, then yeah, it brings you into a a problem. (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, you begin to accumulate so many feelings and emotions, a lot of those negative, just Mm -hmm. because somebody thought that, that you're not worthy enough, just because somebody else thought that you are not good enough, lovable enough, confident enough. We Mm -hmm. base our entire lives on the opinions and approvals of other people. Mm -hmm. How about we start shifting that perspective, shifting that mindset of asking everybody else for everything and instead come back home to ourselves, come back to our own beauty, to our own wisdom, to our own confidence, to our own esteem, and then start doing things from there on. I mean, things are going to shift radically once we understand that and once we start living our lives from that that Mm -hmm. perspective. I agree. Yeah. If you start making, if you start taking all your actions and making your decisions from a place of insecurity or fear, right, that's going to lead you on a different trajectory than if you take them from a place of confidence, uh, security, or certainty. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll play out in lots of different areas of life. What do you feel like are some of the symptoms, you know, that people start to experience if they have a self love problem? How does that, what are some of the popular ways that manifests in somebody's life? You know, a lot of people who are lacking of Mm self-love, they have a tendency to say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. Pretty much in every sentence, that's what they end up saying. If you Mm -hmm. hear somebody say that too often Mm -hmm. in a conversation, that is a red flag, big Mm -hmm. red flag, that they're not really confident in themselves. They lack esteem. They lack conviction. They don't even believe whatever it is that they are saying mm. as part of this discussion. Mm-hmm. So just just using those three words, I'm sorry, too often is a big red flag. <laughs> yeah. And another thing is anxiety. People mm. who lack their own love are full of fear. And this is something you you know, cannot really see from the get-go unless you know, you know, spend some time with people, look at the body language, again, talk to them and and see how they are talking with their body using, you know, the, the kind of body language. Plus, there is always a way that they try not to express themselves fully. So they withhold themselves from expressing fully and completely whatever it is. What would be an example of how somebody might do that? So if I am somebody who is, who's not really confident in myself and you go ahead and ask me a question about, so Shikha, what do you think about, I don't know, maybe 
what's your opinion on the state of the world right now? Mm-hmm. What's happening in the world right now? And so if I'm somebody who is not really sure, and if mm-hmm. I do not want to participate in that kind of conversation, or if I'm really afraid to share it, just because I'd be afraid of your opinion, oh my goodness, what is Jason going to think? Will he still like me? Will he not like me? And so I'd mm-hmm. be you know, I don't know. I'm not really sure. Um, Yeah. You know, people like those are somewhere in the middle all the time. They don't really have a defined opinion Mm -hmm. about anything, pretty much anything. Mm -hmm. So it's like, um, yeah, that's okay. That's also okay, I guess. So somewhere in the middle, if you are somewhere in the middle and there's nothing wrong with being somewhere in the middle if you are conscious enough i'm somebody who is always in the middle i do not have very strong opinions especially about politics because that's something i do not follow i, mm-hmm. I stay completely away from it mm-hmm. so if you were to ask probably me, smart yep <laughs> right so i would state jason i really don't you know i have no interest in it so mm-hmm. i probably but that in itself right isn't a like that's a you're having a clear response right it's like hey look I just don't get into it. It's like, okay, but you're confident enough to say that yes. versus somebody might be like, mm, I, don't, I don't know, right? Uh, yeah. 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 I like that. So they, they don't have clear opinions, which then that's going to lead them to just be pushed around in life, right? They're not going to have the confidence to make definitive decisions, to be decisive when they need to be. And yeah, they're not going to be able to create the life that they want. Other people will be creating the life that is convenient for other people. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And The third is a huge one. It's the boundaries. Mm. What do you mean by that? So when we walk through life, you know, there are people that we love. There are people that we respect Mm -hmm. just by virtue of the fact that, you know, whatever the reason being does not really matter what the reason is. But so many times we don't really know how to say N O no. And we see this in the workplace all the time. We see this Mm -hmm. in personal lives all the time. We see this everywhere all the time. Mm -hmm. And one of the biggest reasons for our inability to say no is the fear of what exactly is this other person going to say about me? What are they going mm-hmm. to think about me? Are they going to still like me if I say no? Oh my goodness, if they are going to approve of me, what are the consequences going to be if I say no to somebody, mm-hmm. and especially somebody of authority? I mean, right. we see this we, we see this play out in organizations at homes all the time mm-hmm. with people of power and title and authority. And it's just that people who lack self-love, they don't love themselves enough. They don't know themselves enough. They don't know what exactly it is that they like to be able to create those boundaries around them, to respect their own life, to respect their own selves, Mm -hmm. to respect their own wishes, to respect their own wants. They just don't know that. And and Mm -hmm. when you don't know that, you don't even know when is the right time to say no. And there are some people who do know a little bit of that. They they actually want to say no, but we still say yes mm-hmm. instead of saying no, because it's so painful. Yeah. They don't want to not meet the other person's expectations like you were talking Absolutely. about earlier. 
Yes, yeah. it comes back to expectations and meeting those expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that puts them in a position of pain when they, they serve other people's expectations their whole life. They're never able to serve their own, right? They're, yeah. they're not going to follow through on their own desires or their own wants, their own vision, like you said, for themselves. Yeah. They're just going to serve others. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's interesting. So once you start to unpack this with somebody, what's kind of the first step in, you know, you talked about the layers to the onion. What's kind of the first step in pulling back these layers to the onion to help them figure out, you know, the root of their problems right now? So one of the things that I go through, and this could take, again, depending on the personality, the person, Mm -hmm. the baggage that they carry within themselves, or even how open they are with regards to sharing whatever it is that they are that they are going through that that is going on inside them because mm-hmm. so many of us are so disconnected within ourselves that mm-hmm. it takes multiple sessions just to get to that connection just mm-hmm. to be able to connect to the mess to whatever it is that they're feeling inside of them because we keep ourselves pretty darn busy and so that we we cannot feel everything that we are feeling inside our bodies. And so one of the first few sessions, we just go through unpacking. (laughs) And it's just that I am the person who's listening and the person on the other side is the one who's talking. And that's pretty much how it goes in the first few sessions. And once I feel like we have reached a point, and and it's, I call it the crying zone. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. And it's it's mostly that's really my cue that the person that's the real stuff. (laughs) They are really, you know, feeling it and that they have now connected to Mm -hmm. their hurt, the sadness, the fears that has brought them to me. Mm -hmm. And that is when I step in and that is when we start talking about Mm -hmm. why is it that they feel they lack whatever it is that they lack within them Mm -hmm. to be where they are today. So one key thing that I would like to differentiate here is because this is only coaching, it's not therapy. Mm -hmm. I do listen to everything that my client has to offer. Mm -hmm. However, we do not go into the past as much. We stay in the present because present is where we can gain the most value from. Present is where we can change things. We cannot do anything in the past. We mm-hmm. cannot do anything by going to the past, blaming, you know, finding people to blame or mm-hmm. finding things to figure out how something could have been done differently. Somebody could have treated me differently. All that is done and over with. Mm-hmm. So my job as a coach is to help them recognize this is where you are today. And this is the state of your mental, emotional, and physical well-being. So at that point in time, we create a plan. We create a goal that the client would like to accomplish over the next few sessions. And that's when they define whatever it is that they want to accomplish over the next 
whatever number of sessions that they have signed up for or would like to sign up for. And that's when we go figuring out, okay, so this is where you are. This is where you want to go. And keep in mind, so many times, not everybody wants to be completely healed. Mm, you know, why for is that? them, that is such an interesting thing. For me, as a coach, I have learned this the mm -hmm. hard way. Because, you know, in the beginning, I felt so passionate about healing and so passionate about self-love and the possibilities, the opportunities, only to realize in working with different personality types is not everybody actually wants to be healed completely. Their definition of healing completely could be totally and completely different from my definition of mm -hmm. healing completely. Mm -hmm. And so some, some just want to stay there. I mean, they once they connect to their feelings, they're like, oh my goodness, this is, I have not done that ever in my life. Mm -hmm. I, I thank you very much, but no, thank you. I don't need to go anywhere from here. And mm -hmm. so that's pretty much the end of our coaching. Mm -hmm. But if there is somebody who wants to really go ahead and then maybe create a goal for themselves to... Just in that goal, learn. is it a goal of, uh, is it con something concrete, like, you know, I want to accomplish this, or is it more of a goal, like, you know, I want to feel like this? It could be both. It could be oh, both. Okay. It could be just mm -hmm. one. It does not mm -hmm. matter. Again, it depends. All of it depends on the kind of person that is sitting across from you and mm -hmm. whatever it is that they have going on. One key thing that I have noticed in pretty much everybody is, again, the levels of consciousness. So whatever it is that you come with, when you start coaching, one of the things that I learn in the assessment process or in the unpacking process is where that client is at in that <laughs> consciousness level. And so it's... You kind of talk about consciousness level. Where would like a zero be and where would, you know, a 10 be or, you know, however that works? So a zero would be completely wrapped up in their mind processes, thought processes, mm -hmm. completely and totally unaware that there is anything called a mind-body connection. The thoughts that we think in our head create our realities. Mm -hmm. For them, it's like, huh, what the heck? It's all nonsense, utter and complete nonsense. Mm -hmm. So that's that's just a complete reaction. They're just yes. in complete reaction to the world, their emotions. Exactly. There's no proactive thinking of no trying awareness. to change your or even that's awareness that you can change your ways of thinking. Okay. Yes. And, and mm -hmm. such a person, I don't think they are ever going to even think about coaching, mm -hmm. let alone come to a coach, find a coach, come mm -hmm. to a coach. Uh-uh. That's, I don't think the that people, is happening. Maybe they're happy being unhappy, right? They're exactly. victims to the world, yes. <laughs> right? And they like it. <laughs> they love it. Absolutely. Love to complain. Yep. Love to complain. <laughs> yeah. Yes. No complaining zone. Yes. Yeah. Love to complain. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. And 10 would be somebody who's absolutely enlightened. I mean, somebody like Eckhart Tolle, who is the spiritual teacher who walks this earth, just being who he is and 
without a care for whatever is out there, whoever is out there. So somebody like him, I would think, because I'm his disciple, kind of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's who comes to my mind. But most what of about us, uh, somebody, yeah, for most yeah. people, let's say like an eight. <laughs> yeah. What's an eight look like? An eight is still very close to somebody who is pretty enlightened pretty enlightened in the sense that they have already mastered the art of being instead of Mm -hmm. doing, right? So we are so busy all the time doing because we obviously were never taught to just sit and enjoy life, enjoy ourselves, enjoy our company. Mm -hmm. And we were always told to run this race to nowhere. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. we will be left behind, right? So we keep going and going and going by doing. And so somebody who's an eight understands all of this and they enjoy being in this world rather than just doing. It's an interesting distinguish between being and doing, right? Being doesn't mean you're doing nothing, right? Absolutely not. When you're being yourself to the fullest, you're probably not doing nothing, right? It's, yeah, but you're being you and however, you know, that creates whatever you want to be doing rather than, yeah, Yeah. just doing what other people want. I like that. Okay. Levels of consciousness. Okay. So when you're first kind of in that assessment, you're trying to figure out where they're at in that, on that scale there. Of levels of consciousness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Move them yeah. to the next level. And like you said, sometimes, you know, maybe you want to take them from a one to a 10, but if you can get them from a one to a three, they saw a complete transformation and they're like, this is it. I'm set. Right. Yes. yes. And mm-hmm. that's okay. I mean, that, that is absolutely and completely okay because this coaching is not about me. It's about them mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. what they want in their life from this coaching Mm-hmm. So if they are totally okay being at three, absolutely okay. As long as they are okay, it all is fine. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good thing to remember, right? Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise, if we yeah. try and force them to a 10, yeah. otherwise now they're doing things to meet all our expectations, yes. right? And we've gone backwards on what we're actually trying to help them with. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. But yes, I, as a coach, I need to have that kind of discipline Mm -hmm. to be able to realize because it's so easy to get carried away in my own ego and think that, oh my goodness, they have the opportunity. They have capability. There is a possibility. Why not? Mm-hmm. But then I have to take a step back and really let them lead the way and just take a hold of my own emotions and just uh, take a back seat. <laughs> yeah, when the time is right for them to want to go to the next level, they can always reach out. Always come back. You know, yeah. yeah. When they're ready. Like that. All right, you guys. Like I said at the beginning of the episode, we are going to break this up into two parts. So if you've enjoyed this already, which I know it's incredible content, be sure to check out Shaka's information. I'm going to put all of her contact info below where you can find her on social media. You can check out her podcast. So connect with her and also be sure to check out the next episode where we finish this conversation and we talk about how to unlearn these broken habitual ways of thinking about ourselves and create new, better ways to appreciate and love ourselves even more. Also, if you can think of anybody who would benefit from this conversation and the strategies Shaka teaches us in here, be sure to pass this episode along so that they can benefit from the conversation as well. All right, see you in the next episode. It'll be coming out on Tuesday. Let's go crazy. Mm-hmm.